Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape Your Culture's weekly message. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, every week we aim to deliver a creative, authentic, inspiring message, something to give you to motivate yourself over the week, get you past those humps that we all come across throughout the week, give you something that you can just implement in your daily life um, for the rest of your life. That's really our goal here with Shape the Culture. So I'm so happy you're here. If you're a first time listener, I just want to take a moment to say how much I appreciate you checking us out. Thank you for checking us out. Like I said, I hope you hear something that you really enjoy. You find something that you want to use and it makes you keep coming back and keep listening for more. If you're a continuing listener, thank you so much. I hope that you continue to listen. I hope that you continue to check us out. Thank you so much for sharing. If you share the podcast, you know, we follow the model of each one, teach one. So we really aim to have everybody who listens, share the message with a friend, colleague, family member, somebody that you just know will be touched by this message as well, just like you were touched by it. So thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe on shapetheculture.org. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast provider. And we're getting into a new series this week that I'm very excited about. So let's get it. All right. So last week we wrapped up our How to Be a Master series. And this series took us through six weeks of learning and examining the mantra of character first, then ability. Um, And so I really enjoyed that last series because we got to look at so many things, right? We got to look at compassion, active listening, practice, and, you know, seeking after what we've asked for and being lambs among wolves and asking for nothing in return and all these different principles we learned of how to really be a master over our character first and then allowing that to amplify our abilities. And I think that's very important for us to just always think about as we progress through life, because in our culture today, it is all about you know what we can do and who we know, but we have to start really thinking about who we are and you know what we do for people outside of our abilities and our crafts. And so moving forward, we're beginning a new series this, title, this week that's going to be titled For Dreamers Only. So this series is for all the dreamers, everybody out there with a dream, a goal, a vision, a purpose. And like I said, I think that's everybody in this world. And so I'm really excited about this series because we're going to take a look at the story of Joseph. Um, And Joseph, as we see, is a a young boy. We're going to see him turn into a man, turn into a king. His story happens in the book of Genesis. And he really illustrates for us how the world and people around us might not understand big dreams or be able to properly support but dreamers must continue to move forward no matter what. And so we're going to start at the beginning of his story. Um, and this series, this message is titled Protect the Dream. Because for the dreamers out there, everybody out there with a dream and purpose, like I said, we have to learn how to protect our dream no matter what. We have to hold on to it. Um, so I'm going to be reading from Genesis chapter 37. We're going to go from verses 2 to verse 11. And it reads like this. This is the account of Jacob and his family. When Joseph was 17 years old, he often tended his father's flocks. He worked for his half-brothers, the sons of his father's wives, Bilhah and Zilpah. But Joseph reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day, Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph, a beautiful robe. But his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. 
They couldn't say a kind word to him. One night, Joseph had a dream, and when his when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundle stood up, and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Soon Joseph had another dream. And again, he told his brothers about it. Listen, I've had another dream, he said. The sun, moon, and 11 stars bowed low before me. This time he told the dream to his father as well to his brothers, but his, br- his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that, he asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. So like I said in in the very beginning, one of the main things I want to emphasize throughout this series is that everybody is a dreamer. Even if you don't think you are, even if you don't think you have a big dream or a dream that's going to change the world or anything, or you just feel like, you know, you just want to work and be happy and be comfortable. Everybody's a dreamer. I believe that everybody has their own dream, vision, plan, or goal that they want to bring to fruition. Like I said, everybody does. Whether it's you, you know, you, you want to be rich, you want to be wealthy, that is that is a dream. If you want a family, you want to be comfortable, that is a dream. You know, if you want to change the world and run this big nonprofit and travel, that is a dream. Everybody has their own dream. And I also believe that. Some way, somehow, everybody believes that their dream, vision, plan, or goal will impact the world in a positive way. I think this, our human nature, our humanity pulls us towards helping the culture in our own individual way. And it's this dream that's solely for us, the dream that only we can understand that most often puts us at odds with the world. Because even though our dreams are meant to help the world, that's not something, as we're going to see, that everybody can understand. Not everybody can wrap their, their their head around that because we're all focused on our own dreams, our own paths. We, we tend to lose sight of the fact that everybody is moving in the same direction. Like I said, we're all moving towards trying to help in our own way that we feel is best. We're all moving forward. We're all walking towards achieving our purpose and fulfilling our destiny. As we see in the story of Joseph, it's human nature for this mutual goal to be misunderstood. And so we have Joseph, right? Joseph Joseph is a visionary. He's young and he's ready to take on the world. They they told us he's 17, you know, and he he has his family, you know, he has some issues with his family, but you know, he has a family, he's working, they they have stability, and then one night he has this dream. This dream shows him being bowed to you know, by bundles of of grain that that are supposed to represent his family and then the 11 stars. And I think that this is important to the story because from what we're we're able to read, the dream came randomly. And something was growing inside of Joseph and it was something that he couldn't understand, nor his family could wrap their heads around. But if you really think about it, isn't that how the dream seems to come to us all like, Sometimes it is hard to trace the steps of how we became so focused on this dream of ours. Like it, it does seem like you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, I kind of know what I want to do now. Or I kind of know what I'm supposed to do now. 
It's hard to understand why God would place something so big and heavy on our hearts at times. But it's like one day we wake up and we realize, you know, who we want to be, what we want to do. And we realized that we found our way to contribute. We found a way to, to make our impact. And so the dots start to connect as we put the pieces together. And that's another thing about having the dream. Like you have to walk forward with the dream and just allow the dots to start connecting to themselves. It's about having that that stroke of insight, you know, that random flash, that brain blast. And then from there, you just begin to, to walk forward. And Joseph demonstrates that this, this principle, this concept, this phenomenon of, you know, when you know, you just kind of know. You know, you just wake up one day and you know, and, and you're you start telling people, and like I said, connecting the dots. That's how it was for Joseph, and that's really how it is for all of us. And what's really interesting is that even though the dream may seem to come randomly, it's when we do begin to walk forward and when we, we begin to trace our steps, we realize how life has been preparing us to fulfill what's been placed in our hearts, even before we really knew it or, or were able to recognize it. Your life experiences contribute directly to your dream and your dream correlates directly with how you live and what you go through. And that's another important aspect of protecting your dream. Not only do you protect your dream by continuing to move forward, even when you don't understand and you're trying to connect the dots, but you protect your dream by paying attention and giving your life experiences the emphasis that they deserve. Because looking back at the story of Joseph, we read, right? We read that he was the favorite child of Jacob, his father. We read that Jacob gifted his favorite son with the beautiful colored robe and that this robe already signified royalty and leadership. And so that when we read about Joseph's dreams, we understand that it correlates directly with his father's blessing. So when Jacob's father rejected his dream and, you know, shot him down and was like, wait, me and your mom supposed to bow to you too? Like, you know, son, get out of here. You know, Joseph was still able to protect and hold on to his dream because the love and respect his father had shown him previously. And so your life experiences, even those small things sometimes that, you know, might have happened in our childhood or those daily occurrences that we sometimes don't pay attention to. But when we look back, we start realizing like, oh, wow, this was the whole time contributing to my experience and building me to be prepared to bring this dream to fruition. And so as dreamers, our confidence really comes from recognizing how everything we do or go through contributes to our progress. Even the hate, even the disbelief all serves a purpose. We're meant to go through the hard times so we can build our endurance. Remember, your dream is bigger than you. Like, even if you feel like your dream is just for you and it's just for those closest to you and your family or whoever's going to be in your life, your dream is for is for the world. It's, it's setting an example. It's contributing to the progress of everybody. That's something that we are never allowed to forget. It's our responsibility to protect our dream through the confusion and the doubt. And breaking down this story of Joseph is going to show us the many stages dreamers go through as we progress through life. And I believe that Joseph had no choice but to keep expressing his dreams and the visions he was seeing. By opening himself up to his family and constantly communicating, he was providing himself the opportunity to see how his dream was being received. And even though ideally 
we would love for everybody to be on our side and to root for us and cheer us on. It's just as important to see who's not on our side because it's the people who stand against us. It's the people who are opposed to us fulfilling our dreams that our dreams are for the most. Joseph, Joseph's brothers might have hated him for his dreams, but they had to also learn to recognize that they were an essential part of the whole thing. I think maybe that's what Joseph understood even at his young age and having these dreams. He understood that my family and my brothers are in my dream for a reason. He wasn't focused on them bowing before him. He wasn't focused on that aspect of it. He didn't understand what that was for. He just understood that, yo, I'm dreaming about you guys. You guys are all in my dream. We're all in this together. I just wanted to tell this. I wanted to share it with you. And there there was no dream without Joseph's brothers. And he was dreaming about them. And even though the details were fuzzy, I believe that he, like I said, he understood that he needed his brothers and that they needed him. That was the truth of it. And so the hard truth is, like I said, when we're protecting our dreams, the hard truth is that hate is going to come. Disbelief is going to come. We're all going to face opposition. We're all going to be misunderstood at times in our lives but we must continue to protect our dreams. We have to be our own biggest supporters because the world needs our dreams. Everybody has something to contribute to the world and it's our responsibility to see that come into fruition. Protect your dream. Hold hold on to it. Never let it go. Keep believing in it. Keep expressing it to people. Even when people don't understand or they think you're crazy or, you know, that's too far-fetched, or even if people think that your dream may be too small, you know, no, your dream is for you. Like I said, it, it could be the most simple thing. It could be as simple as, like I said, just, just wanting a place to live, a dog to keep you company, a job that you like working at where you don't have to expend so much energy. All those things matter because, like I said, we're all setting examples through our dreams and living it through and going through that progress with each other. You know what I mean? So I want everybody to remain remain to that, stick to that, keep focused on your dream. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Shape the Culture message. Thank you as we started this new series. You know, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're excited as we continue to walk through the story of Joseph and learn what it means to, you know, really be a dreamer and have to stick through it through, like we said, like how we're gonna see his story, the ups and the downs of what chasing a dream brings you through. So thank you so much. Share this message with a friend and I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you all.